Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboys, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. my dirties it is july 17th on a wednesday night coming at you live uh and just so you know blazing right backstage is the kind of radio that makes you bow down and pray to god that your face doesn't melt off its skull and now i'd like to introduce my co-host the picture perfect demotivational speaker of all time jonathan bug weeks esquire jonathan how are you Good on you. So, I was just for the bizarre intro, I was alluding to our show from last week where we analyzed a very disturbing interview with it with a Matthew Heller. Do you recall that? Oh, I recall that every night of my my nightmares. Yeah. Color is a nightmare himself. He's a walking nightmare. What did you say about the, you said he sounded like the clown from It, and then you were like, don't you wanna? What did you say? <laughs> yeah, the clown from It. Don't you wanna? We all float down here. Don't you wanna come on down? Well, I want to point out to you that you sounded like that a couple weeks ago already, and let me just play you this. <laughs> Oh, my well, God. That, well, what that really what was that demonic laugh? <laughs> was that before or after I listened to Matthew Heller? Oh, my this God. This was like a month before, bro. Wow. This is, I, I, I don't know what happened to me. I, sometimes I transform into evil weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially on the Internet. <laughs> yeah, definitely on the Internet, man. <laughs> Speaking of evil weeks, you know how you, like, uh, Sometimes when you're online weeks, you become a real jerk. Yes, I know. I do. I, I have to admit it. I become like a different person online. All of a sudden, my, my hands turn into like spiders, and they they run across the keyboard like so fast. It's unbelievable. I, I just go nuts. <laughs> you're possessed by the heller of it all, I think. I think I, I think it is. I think I must have come across heller. I think you put like a, a spell on me or something. You know, today, because we'll hear from uh, my colleague Ethan in a bit, as we're going on with this show tonight, it's becoming more and more evident to me that you must, if you're listening, you must go back and listen to the previous episodes. Otherwise, you'll have no clue as to what the fuck is going on. Um, So uh, Ethan uh, came into work today and he was like, yeah, I got a few words for weeks for calling me a prick all those times. And I said, what are you talking about? He didn't call you a prick, did he? And he said, well, first he said, no, not Diddy, Weeks. But then he said, yeah, he called me a prick multiple times. And I was like, oh, that doesn't sound like him. He wouldn't do that. And then I went back and listened to it. And let me just go over some quotes of yours from last week. Uh, here, okay, here's one. He has this negative aura that veins hatred wherever he goes. Another one is, he's really a royal prick. It's kind of odd to me because he's a prick. He may enjoy being the prick. People recognize that he's a great prick. He may reward those that think he's a great prick. And what? He thinks Kansas City should be in Kansas? That's ridiculous. <laughs> well, I got to say, uh, you know, out of all those comments, I think I like the prick one the most. He really is. He really is a royal prick. So you're standing by that, that he's a, he's a royal prick. I think I have to say it by that, yes. With all the anger he has and frustration and uh, just the way he brings about hatred in everybody's eyes and demeanor. He just brings, he brings out the worst in everybody. Uh, uh, excuse me. Belts on the Internet. Um, so uh, I think that you are uh, uh, out, of your, out of your mind. Um, but what did you do over the weekend, John Lee? Me over the weekend. What? Oh, I went out on the town in uh, wonderful 
downtown Burlington, Vermont. Beautiful place. Church Street. Really nice. Bunch oh, of bars. Church Street, like in New Haven. That's I like the jungle, the blacktop. Holla. Yeah, so well, what yeah, did you I, do I going out on the town? Drinking a couple beers, hanging out with some buddies. Uh, it was good. It was, it was nice and relaxing and uh, a good way to, you know, get off of the little steam from work. But, you know, that's fun, yeah. Has, good, has, good has work been stressful? Uh, a little bit. Not, not, a, not a whole lot, but, you know, it's just been focused on work for the last couple of weeks and, therefore, you know, I had very little life. So I just went out Saturday and then partied it up a little. It was nice. Not like the Elm <laughs> City, but it was nice. It was about half the awesomeness that is New Haven. What kind of uh, beer were you drinking? Oh, my. I had an Allagash White. I had, like, four or five of them because they were delicious. <laughs> <laughs> you had four or five? Those things are lethal, man. Those white beers? That shit looks... Oh, now I remember it was you, right? You were the one when we went to that Belgian bar in New York for Andrew's birthday and me and Jesus, and we were all fucking hammered. <laughs> After like two beers, I remember that. That was that was the most disgusting night of my life. You remember that? <laughs> Wait, okay. So just to preface it, me and Weeks and, and Jesus with the birds and Angel Manger with the mustard on the vibrator, we all go uh, into uh, New York to uh, go out for Andrew's birthday, which he, for who knows what reason, wanted to have an ESPN zone, which is kind of a family-oriented environment. And so me and Jesus and Weeks, we just go around and start, you know, drinking. And But the thing is, we, we were getting these white beers, and we were getting hammered. Uh, so by the time we got to ESPN Zone, we were all just fucking trashed. Oh, and I remember <laughs> I, kept, I kept saying that the waiter was cute, but it was before Andrew knew I was a homosexual. So that was <laughs> awkward. Anyway, um, why was that the most disgusting night of your life? I remember being oh, really was, congested in Times Square. Was disgu- I remember, yes. Now, the thing was, I think we were waiting for Andrew, and we were going to meet him up, uh, meet up with him at ESPN Zone. And we went, he just bought us a soccer bar where, where they had a lot of Belgian beers. And uh, I remember just sitting there so long, drinks, you know, sipping on that beer because it's so uh, heavy. And uh, I remember going to ESPN Zone and just feeling like I wanted to explode. And, it was just, it was just... and then what did you eat at ESPN Zone? I had like a burger or something. And I felt like 3,000 pounds heavier after that. That, that Belgian <laughs> beer kicked my butt. And I remember, um, didn't one of us have to vomit in the bathroom there? I, I, I forget who did, but one of us had to. I think someone just, you know, they very slyly went into the bathroom, did their business, and walked right out. It was kind of amazing. I mean, that <laughs> I don't remember doing that, but, but I also don't remember anything after ESPN Zone that night. So it may have been Absolutely. me. I'll admit it. Uh, it was me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, ew. I didn't know that. Did you tell anyone that? <laughs> no, no, no. I did it so so well that nobody would, like, figure it out. I went, I went in the bathroom. I think we all were going to the bathroom to, like, wash our hands or something. I went into the stall, and, like, two minutes later, I threw up, and I walked right out, and I did my business, man. <laughs> we, we were we were in there when you were puking? Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, and then that's how hammered I was. You oh. walked right out without washing your hands or anything, didn't you? <laughs> well, that, that was back in the day, yeah, of course. You know, oh, I my God, one. that's so gross. <laughs> and I, I think I went back and I ate my burger or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was probably the burger more than the alcohol making you puke, though, no? It may have been, and it may have been just ESPN's own, you know, just the way it was. It was terrible. It was like so, remember, it was so expensive, but, but it was a great occasion for Manger's birthday, you know, he, he is uh, he is the holy one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he got a lot of holes in, in his head, in his mind. That didn't sound right. Moving on, did I ever tell you that my friend fucked a tranny off the internet? <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. Let's hear about this one. <laughs> um, also, my uh, friend Jeff Dublinsky, he's in Europe right now, and I can't remember where he was when he Facebooked this, but he posted as his status um he said my hooker had a dick last night yolo <laughs> oh my goodness there's a lot yeah. of those kind what of situations of coming up now i think that's becoming more and more common now um 
hookers having dicks and whatnot. And, and, you know, that's just something that we have to face as a society and, and either accept it or reject it. I, I just don't know which way we're going to go right now, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I think it's leaning towards uh, acceptance at this point. Um, I agree with that. <laughs> oh, man. We, have you ever had this uh, food? Uh, I think it's it's called sushi. Sushi? Yeah, sushi? sushi. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's raw fish wrapped in like a black tar-like substance with rice oh, around it. Oh, yeah, I've had that. Oh. Uh, do be, you like it's it? It's delicious sometimes. I, I I have to say I do like it, but it can get awfully expensive, so I opt for the uh, sushi buffets. Oh, I like those. I don't know. you got to tell me what's to like about sushi because I had it the last two days at work. Only two days because, you know, I had a leftover from the day before because it was, you know, it was hurting my stomach so I couldn't have any more. But then I couldn't afford anything else yesterday, so I kept eating the poison. Um and, well, apparently you're not supposed to do that. You're only supposed to eat, you know, fresh sushi. And then the sushi that I was eating, um, it, you know, I just don't understand the appeal. Uh, the, the raw fish tastes like just a slippery, you know, like slippery snail in my mouth, which I would never oh. want to eat snails either. And then the freaking, whatever is wrapped around it was like tar. Why? <laughs> I, I, well... Now that you put it that way, I think yeah, sushi might suck. But no, no, you have to have certain sushi. I think like spicy tuna is pretty good, and and uh, you know the regular stuff, which doesn't have too much fish in it, was good too. But that that was they, people would say that's not really the real stuff. But uh, sushi is okay. You know, if you like really fresh fish, it's good. But uh, if you don't like that slippery feel, I guess that's not too good. But, you know, <laughs> do you think people like really rotten fish? Oh, well, sometimes. <laughs> I, I enjoy rotten fish. Well, Ooh. let's not bring your first wife into this. Hi, oh! oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what are you screaming over there? I don't know. I'm in, like, some kind of truck rest stop. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so we we need to preface this. Um, we need to make a phone call, but we need to preface it with we need to preface it. So preface is doing in the trash uh, with what happened last week. Uh, so I learned last week that the, one of the nicest uh, female guys I know, Matt Vasky, uh, really does not like Ethan, the, a frequent guest on our show, um, and. Uh, I told the story that when he and Ethan met, he was like, hey, what's up, Vasky? And that really rubbed Vasky the wrong way. Now, Vasky <laughs> said I wasn't getting all the details of the story correct. So we're going to have to call him and find out what, what he meant by that, John Weeks. I want to find out why and why he's so mad. Because, you know, we, we know why you know, people are mad um, in general at Ethan. But I want to know why. You know, so let's get him <laughs> on the phone. Yeah. Maybe maybe Matt Vasky will be the uh, the determining factor. To, you know, we can get to the root of the problem with Ethan. <laughs> I think the problem is Ethan. <laughs> and the worst part is that they're going to be in the same place this uh, this weekend coming because he really? is having a a party on his on his roof. Uh, Hey, do you remember when I told you uh, uh, George Michael Sarah lives next door to him? Yes. Well, great wouldn't kid. it be great if, if he came up and hung out on the roof? That would be very cool. Yeah, definitely. That would be a party. I would love to meet George Michael Sarah. But who would you rather have, George Michael Sarah there or Ethan? <laughs> um, well, Ethan, just because I wouldn't make a fool of myself, he would be doing it for me. That's oh, that's true. See, yeah, see, that's it. That's that's very true. Who would you he, rather have? A, huh? Probably, probably Ethan, because uh, he's a royal prick. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna try calling Matt Vasky. Keep in mind, I've never heard of this guy disliking anyone ever, and now all of a sudden, he just hates this kid. Uh, it's hard to read this number. I hope I'm getting it right. 
I should Uh-oh. say it on the air. All right. Sure. Let's see if this works. Oh. We can dialing music, please. I didn't know who this was. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, we need to talk about uh, your your qualms with uh, Ethan, who's become quite infamous on this program. Um, now, apparently you told me I got the story a little twisted. Uh, what happened? All right. So, okay. This is what happened. I feel like, I feel like people are thinking that just because you like, came up and, and said, hey, Vass, what's up? It's like, no, no, no. The reason that I got annoyed is he comes up, never met the kid before, and I feel like it's common etiquette to at least like tell me your name before I before I even get. I had no idea who he was. He just comes up, calls me by my last name, walks off, and I had to ask someone else who this man is. It just came up and. <laughs> <laughs> and is is that it? Is that what got you all riled up? That's what that's what started it. All right. Um, it didn't help, by the way, that like other people were like, be like, oh, dude, this is the worst, and like <laughs> everyone hated this kid, and like everybody, and it's like you automatically are just like, all right, well, this is going to be a bad experience. I'm going to just go ahead and try to get this over with, and then he he made it worse, and it's it's unacceptable. But. That doesn't even that that's not even the worst of it, Ryan Holmes. Uh oh. Right. What happened? That's not even the worst of it. Alright. He really I really realize this man's insane when he told me he is a Michelle Bachman supporter, Holmes. <laughs> Michelle Bachman supporter. <laughs> Michelle Bachman of the of the Tea Party? Yes. Of the Tea of yes, of Minnesota. <laughs> um, well, that's that's surprising because I feel like his politics don't usually align with the far right. Oh well, he has this weird obsession with Michelle Bachman, and and I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, John Weeks, having heard all of this stuff, that uh, clearly you can tell by this uh, this pseudo interview right now that Matt Vasky is a very affable guy. Who, you know, you wouldn't be able to piss him off easily. Uh, somehow, Ethan has done this. John Weeks, why do you think that is? What happened? I think it's just the aura of Ethan. I think he sounds like a terrible being. He's just, I mean, he, he, just, he didn't even have to say anything to you, and he didn't. And he came off the wrong way. That's pretty, that's, I, I don't know. That's pretty bad. In a lot of ways, that's a, that's Dude, a I, I tell you what, man. I, I don't I don't dislike anyone I've ever met and, and just the Peter hatred it, it was just, it was unbearable. <laughs> Usually he gets in, himself into trouble by talking. This is one of the first times I've noticed that he gets himself into trouble by not talking. <laughs> is that it, Vasky? Is just Michelle Bachman supporter and the the whole introduction thing? Is there anything else? And everyone calling him the worst? Yeah, I mean, there's just I, I feel like there's things I I shouldn't even say. I just, it's it's that bad. I don't even think the audience can wow handle it. I mean, that, yeah, it's he's some weird. He's he's this he's it's yeah now. Nah. Well, I don't even want to I don't even want to get into it. 
I felt John Weeks was very hard on him last week, and I gave John Weeks a chance to to apologize earlier, and he just he went along with the rhetoric from last week about how you know he used the word prick about it three more times tonight. Would you say that's an appropriate word, Cervaski, to describe him or no? Uh, a a prick is that what you said? Prick, yeah. yeah. Oh no, that's not that that's. It's so much worse than that. I mean, oh my gosh. If you were to think of a word to describe him, what would it be? I mean, I, I don't even think there's a word in the English language that, oh I, can, my God. that can do it. All right. Is there a word in another language? Not any that exists out there. <laughs> All right. So it's only fair if we bring Ethan on to to give his side. Nah, 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 nah. So, um, so why don't we do that? Uh, uh, and we do have a caller. Uh, 908, what's your name? Where are you checking in from? Oh, it's me. Am I up? How's it going, oh, everybody? Hey. My name is Ethan. Hey! 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 Oh, man. That's... Wow, shots fired. I'm, 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 I'm going to go Fuck that. you, Weeks. You're in timeout. You're in timeout, Weeks. I don't want to hear oh, from you. Man. I'm going to rant. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay, go ahead. Vassie, may, may I call you Vassie? I guess I didn't appropriately start the conversation with that. Is Can I can I call you Vassie? How would you like me to address you? Uh, uh, I'd like uh, Matt. Let's, let's go with Matt. Matt? Matt, you're not Matthew. Yeah. Or, or Mr. Vasky? No, no, not, not Matt. Matt. Sir. No. Okay. Mr. Matt, actually. Mr. Matt. Mr. Matt. All right. Mr. Matt. Mr. Matt, how's your right van? Like, you, 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 we're driving around right van. I feel like I feel like there's a white van involved with a Mr. Matt. But anyway. Um, no, no, no. Matt. What do you I, I do apologize for, for any offense I may have called you, um, even though I, you know, don't exactly know exactly what I said. Uh, I, I thought it was more lines of, yo, Vasky, it's nice to finally meet you, because I've heard so much about you from all of your old former coworkers. But, hey, that's the inappropriate way to address somebody nowadays. Uh, evidently, if you don't lead off with, uh, hi, my name is Ethan. Please suck my dick. You know, it's, it's a <laughs> everyone, everyone needs to start off conversations with, hi, my name is Ethan. That's the proper etiquette now, yeah. regardless of your name. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Why not? Well, I, there, there are other ways to start a conversation with than just introducing myself, you know, blatantly like that. I said, hey, Matthew, great to finally meet you. Like, oh, hey, who are you? I, I, I don't know. Like, there, there are many other ways than just straight anger. That I, I feel like right, right, right. very to strong words from this one, this one issue here. Sorry, you know, you, you're, meeting, you're meeting somebody new for the first time. Like, it, mm. it's a, 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 you know... Sort of, I don't know what you want to call it. Uh, awkward <laughs> moment for both parties involved. Like, <laughs> gotta give somebody Vasky, some leeway. Vasky, what were you gonna say? To be fair, what? To be fair, it was it was more of a hey, what's up, Vasky? And then you and then you walked away. I I see. I don't I don't remember it going down like that. So you know, again, it's, it's hard for me to agree, but. You know, hey, it is what it is. It's 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 an introduction. It's it's evidently the worst thing in the world you can do to somebody. Um, Ethan, why do you sound like Dennis Hopper in Waterworld right now? Are you on a headset or something? <laughs> I'm I've been I've been drinking. I'm out at the bar. Uh, yeah, we hear the music. As long as it's not the ice cream truck. Um, what's up? We hear the music, but as long as it's not the ice cream truck, we're okay. Uh, John, John Weeks, you yeah, mentioned Blazing something Ray. about uh, about uh, you. You reacted to Ethan thinking Kansas City was in Kansas. What, what did What did you say before? I just think that's a terrible assumption. A lot of people make that assumption. It's just wrong. It's totally wrong. I mean, in my defense, half of Kansas City is in Kansas. <laughs> just defended all of Missouri. Uh, you know, that's it's in Missouri, the real okay. Kansas City. <laughs> There is a Kansas City in Kansas, but the, the real Kansas City is in Missouri. That's the one with the 3.5 million people it's versus 300,000 in Kansas. So let me just get back to the no, subject no. at hand. Vasky and, and Ethan, uh, you guys are going to see each other very soon. 
What can we do to remedy this situation tonight right here on Blazing Ride Backstage? I mean, uh, is, is there a way to remedy it, though, really? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, did, you, did you guys both agree on that? Well, we can't both agree on it. Like, someone, it's just not. <laughs> well, we can't get Nikki on, but we do have another caller, and I'm very nervous about this, but let's pick oh, up my and see if this one uh-huh. has a solution. Uh, 718, who are you? Do I, are you who I think you are? Hi, uh, my name is B. Marsh. And... Yeah. Uh, gentlemen, how are you this evening? Um, how are you, B. Marsh? What up, B. Marsh? All right. Thank you, Mr. Week. I I am the host of this upcoming rooftop event, the annual Sausage Fest of 2013. And I I don't want any discord among my guests. But I think we got to squash this beef here and now. Can I just say, but can how? I just how add do we additional do context? I just want to add a little bit of context. I think we need to consider the fact that one of our really good friends, Victoria, whom I can describe as an almost sibling-like person to Matthew Vasky, initially brought up her feelings of Ethan, which were negative, and I think that certainly influenced Vasky's opinion on him. So... Is there uh is there a component here that we can uh you know maybe maybe point towards? Uh, uh, no, that? no, I uh I, yeah, I don't know what you're what are you saying? Alright, alright, alright. So just <laughs> here's the deal. Vasky, you okay. and Team are so, so I may have had some I'm I, but so you two should figure it out. You you guys are best friends, so you two should figure it out right now. What are you gonna do? Talk amongst yourselves. Well, I feel like you two are D-Marsh? dangerously close to uh, to befriending each other, and I'm not sure. To what? I feel like the two of you are dangerously close to uh, accepting and befriending each other, you and Ethan, and I'm not sure which would be which would be better. Because I kind of like I kind of like the dynamic, but at the same time, I don't want uh, negativity at the uh, annual sausage fest in 2013. <laughs> and annually, I mean, it's called Sausage Fest 2013, oddly. I don't know why. Right. Right, right, right. Uh, all right. So so what you're saying is that Ethan and I need to try to be civil at the Sausage Fest of 2013. Yes, but not, nothing more than that. Okay. How can you not be civil with sausage? John <laughs> <laughs> uh, Weeks, what do you want to say to B-Marsh? Hey, b much. it's good to finally meet you. I heard a lot about you. Thank you. <laughs> I think you came in here. Big, big fan. I think you, you, big you fan. took a proactive role here, and uh, you try to stop this uh, befriending before it really amounted to disaster, really. Now, are right, you right. trying to stop befriending or offending? Which, which I'm, you trying, I'm to trying to squash beef, but at the same time, I'm trying to prevent friendship. <laughs> I like that. That's that's good. You need that. Um, okay, so Ethan, do you think that you and Vasky are in any any jeopardy of becoming friends this weekend? No, not at all. Yay! And yeah, then that, that's not gonna that's not gonna happen. So you guys agree on this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we have an agreement. All right. Yeah. That's a that's great. A first Can't wait. Step. Great. I can't wait to see you guys there. <laughs> All right. Be awesome. Um, Matthew Vasky, anything else you want to say before I let you go? No, man. Uh, have a good show. All right, thanks. We'll see you Saturday. See, see, you, guys in a, see you guys in a couple of days. <laughs> All right. See you soon. Take care. Take care. Uh, and uh, right. B. Marsh and Ethan, um, uh, I feel like we've made some progress here. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, maybe we did. We did. Yeah, maybe maybe the normal thing is these uh, ladies that cut their cocks off and turn them into vaginas. Okay. <laughs> just, just All right, rip it off. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Uh, Ethan, uh, closing closing statements. Um, be more the answer to your question is maybe. What did you just say? Did you go already. What? Go there. Yeah, what'd you say? All right. What? Never mind. He's 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 be gone. All right. So. 
That that's all gonna right. be. I'll fun. talk to you later. Yeah, I, I just, will. I'll, be, right, I'll see you guys later. Bye guys. Yeah, right, I'll see you. I'm gonna hang up on you. All right. All right. Later, guys. All right. Peace. Bye. All right. Um. So, uh, John Weeks, that was just extremely awkward, and I don't think it was beneficial. Uh, well, it was beneficial, and there was some kind of comedic value to it. But, yeah, it was pretty much awful. Um, but it was... <laughs> Do you think that anything Ethan touches is awful? <sighs> Probably, yes. I hate to say it. but you Listen, know. we're going to give this kid a complex. I don't understand. He's I know, really not I know. that bad a guy. Here. Huh? He actually may be a good guy. It's just a lot of people hate him, you know? <laughs> I don't know where the hate it comes from. Including you. That's true. It just came out of nowhere. Usually I don't hate people. I don't, you know. <laughs> I called him a prick. I think that's a little harsh. I don't think that was appropriate. But he did tell me, fuck you. But, you know, I probably deserved it. But, you know, he still <laughs> is hated. I, I, I'd probably hate him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to um, be friends with them, but I'd probably hate them. <laughs> have you seen this? Uh, are you friends with a lot of people you hate? Yeah, it happens. Yeah, you know, I find once I make a friend, I'm friends with that person to the grave. Yeah, that's the unfortunate thing. You're a very loyal friend, you know, so you're friends with people you obviously don't really want to be friends with sometimes. And uh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, but you know what, after a while, some of the awful friends actually become, uh, quite lovable somehow. They come around and, and that may be the case with Ethan actually, you know, maybe he's a, got redemptive value there, you know? I, I just want to go on record saying, you don't know about what? I don't know about the Kansas City comment. I really, really don't like it that he... Thinks Kansas City is only in Kansas, and it should only be in Kansas. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and, and to just assume that it's in Kansas is absurd. That's right. He just offended all you know, all of Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah, yeah. It's like assuming New York City is in New York. That's true. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, hey, have you seen that new Superman movie? I have seen that movie. Uh, I loved it. You loved it, huh? I did, oh, oh boy! What, what does that mean? You loved it. Ah, oh, it sounds like you're gonna punch me in the face or something. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you talking to Ethan. <laughs> oh my goodness! Why you didn't like it? I thought it was uh, shit. Oh my goodness! Really? You really hated it, huh? Listen, I I don't think I hated it, but I did think it was shit. So here's what I uh. You know, on Saturday, I go to meet up with Robert Peterman and Nikki Katupris from Gakis. Um, and then after that, and we'll get to that later, uh, but uh, after that, Rob Peterman and I, we go to see uh, Superman, Man, Man of Steel, in 3D. Now, I wanted to do it in 3D because I had not yet seen a 3D movie, but I wanted to do 3D IMAX. But let me find out that there's no, there were no IMAX nothings playing in New York which is weird because, like, they're still in, like, Milford at the mall there, but there's not, nothing in New York for IMAX, Superman. So we go to the 3D show. I'd never seen a major motion picture in 3D, so I thought that would be cool. And I was just, I don't know, man, I was just kind of bored out of my mind the whole time. I don't know, maybe it's just had to do with personal preference. Like, just personally, I would have rather seen um, Clark Kent working at the Daily Planet, and I would have liked to see Jimmy Olsen and, and Lana Lang and Lana Turner right. and Perry. Lana Mayne. Perry. Yeah, Bob Baran. Um, but, uh, but I, but I, I didn't. Huh? And Zena and, yeah. Yeah, and Hercules, Hercules. So they were, um, you know, it was just, it was, I guess it was an origin story, but Krypton was too intense for me. I didn't want to see Jor-El flying around on a dragon. <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah, that's true. Well, Tell me why you love it. Tell me why you love it. Okay, all right. Um, well, first of all, a lot of people are going to compare this movie to Batman, uh, to similar producers, I guess. And but I think this movie was good in that it took the origins from his, you know, alien past and brought it to the forefront. And then secondly, I thought the the actor was great. I think it's Rouse or Brendan Rouse or something like that. And um, 
I thought Roy Wayne was handled. What? What? I don't even know. His name was Brandon Rouse? I don't know. I have no is that Brandon Rouse or something? I'm I'm slowly starting to realize you're talking about Superman Returns, which came out about ten years ago. <laughs> oh, no, no, the wrong guy, wrong guy, wrong guy. Yeah, that that was a terrible movie. I I think that was terrible. <laughs> but Lane Lane of Steel is good because it's got a lot of action. It, it explains its origins pretty well. Uh, it's pretty epic. I think the bad guy is very good and. Um, Lois Lane was handled pretty well, you know, and yeah, there was a lot of CG, and a lot of people didn't like the special effects because it was overwhelming at some points, but I thought it was one-on-one with the first Batman, uh, the new ones that came out. I think this Superman was better than that, if you were to compare really? it to DC Comics. Yeah, I think it was well pretty epic, I, I, and I'm not a fan of Superman at all, so, and I thought really? Superman was, yeah, I thought Superman was an impossible movie to make because he's a hero that is basically invulnerable, and people don't really like that. So there's not much to um, attach themselves to. And I think they, they made him vulnerable. And I think they, he looked, this actor, whatever his name was, a lot like Christopher Reeve. So he brought back a lot of uh, that good feeling, you know? It, I think, I I think his name is George Reeves. George, George Reeves. <laughs> and, or, or no, no, and, no his uh, name is Kurt Allen. Kurt, Kurt Allen. Okay, Kurt Allen. And I think he, um, it, it, I think Superman, Superman represents America. And, uh, it's a very patriotic movie to me, and uh, I just think it, it was it was a good comeback for the movie in the, in the film franchise, and it's going to do very well in the future, I think, under the same hands that they handle this movie. For some reason, this movie just had me longing for the Christopher Reeve flicks. It had me, you know, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because, like a friend of mine was saying, we're used to seeing Superman already kind of established in right. society. So the Christopher right. Reeve movie... We didn't see, like, the origin and all that stuff. Um, but right. that's what I guess I wanted. I don't know. I have a real issue with things in, like, exotic settings. Like, I don't really like watching movies, like, war movies or, like, movies in the jungle. So if I don't like that, then I'm definitely not going to like a movie on Krypton. That's true. That's true. So, oh, that's true. So you don't like any kind of, like, alien movies or uh, I mean, I like outer space? Star Trek, I guess. I like Star Trek, all right. Right, right, but Star Trek, I think, is more, you know, human beings and interaction, and this was really aliens. You know, Superman really was an alien. And, uh, I don't know. I thought, I thought it was good. I thought it was the best movie of the summer. That's how, that's how far I will go on that one. Did you I, see you know, it in I, 3D? I all. What? Did you see it in 3D or IMAX? No, I didn't. Or IMAX I didn't. No, I didn't. Did you see Iron Man? No. How was that? I thought Iron Man was good, but it, I don't think it was as good as Superman. You know, Iron Man, to me, Iron Man, it's also, you know, because I'm nerdy, I, I think about the superhero themselves. So Iron Man is just kind of like a selfish superhero to me, and there's a lot of glitz and glamour to it, but there's not a whole lot of meaning. I think Superman has that meaning, and I think they did a good job of it. Listen, I like uh, the uh, uh, the actor who played uh, Zod, Michael Shannon. I think he's a great oh, actor. Oh, he's excellent, yeah. I ran by him, or he was running. He ran by me on the street in, like, the West Village uh, a few months ago. Maybe he was getting in shape for this movie. Um, mm-hmm. I think he was also on Broadway at the time. But uh, he uh, he's a great actor. He was, you know, he, he was nominated for an Oscar for Revolutionary Road. I don't, he may have won it. I don't know. But uh, I just thought, you know, I don't know, is how many fights do we have to have between Superman and Zod. It was like four times there's these epic, long-ass fights. Why not just that's one true. really good one? That's true. That, that's true. Yeah, you could argue that. That's that's definitely true. I mean, there was action throughout the film, and uh, maybe they could have condensed it to make it more meaningful versus having these people throw each other around the entire time. Yeah, that's that, that's a good point. I'm not going to argue that. And, <laughs> but I think he was I think he was good. I think he, you know, his... his character and his acting, I think, was the bright spot in the entire film. I think he may have carried the film. I often look to the villain to carry the film because I think they have more of a character sometimes than even the superhero. And uh, I thought he was good. Yeah. You know, the part, part where he's screaming, you know, I will find him. I mean, that was pretty intense. I thought the, you know, the movie wouldn't have been, been as good as Warwick for him. You know, I thought it was pretty good. Right. And I, I did, you know, I didn't dislike... Uh, the guy who played Superman, Clark Kent, Kal-El, 
Keenan, et cetera. I did not dislike yeah. him. Yeah, Keenan. Um, I, I, but I, I didn't, I didn't care about him as much as I've cared about other Supermains for some right. reason. And I'm not sure right. why. Why do you think that is? Uh, I think you're right. I think, uh, you know, he's not as, uh, he wasn't as human in this because you have a lot of CG and you have a lot of battles and there's a lot of action. Therefore, they didn't really humanize him too much. But I think, you know, what they try to do was use Kevin Costner and uh, Russell Crowe and his Diane Lane, you know, to come in and try to humanize him. And I think they did a pretty good job. I, even Kevin Costner, I think, did, did a great job, even though he didn't have a huge part in it. You know, I think it's just the way he talks and the way he handles himself. You know, he seems like a real father figure, especially from the Midwest. And uh, I thought that filled in. But I, I agree with you. His character wasn't totally plotted out. And I think hopefully in the next couple movies they do that, because otherwise people won't get that attachment to Superman like they did with Christopher Reeve, who, you know, let's be honest, I think he's the best Superman, not just because of his act, uh, Christopher Reeve, because, you know, yeah. not, just, not just because of his acting and, and his, even his Superman, but, you know, his life. We all followed his life and kind of were, were rooting for him, you know, up, up to the very end. Good kid. Yeah, yeah. There, there was something very likable with him. It, it always kind of boggled my mind that he didn't have success outside of Superman in in film. I mean, he he did, you know, very little that people know about other than that. And, and it's it's odd to me. I mean, I don't know, maybe he maybe that was intentional. Maybe he made so much money off the poor Superman movie that he could he could just kind of you know, ride his horses and stuff and not not do movies. What happened there? What do you think happened? No, I agree with that actually. I I saw a YouTube clip yesterday of uh, him and Gene Hackman talking, and Gene Hackman was like, you know, because they were in the Superman together, uh, Gene Hackman was like, you know, it's awfully brave of Christopher Reeve to take a role like this because, you know, in essence, it could ruin his life, you know, his acting career uh, in the future. And, you know, they showed Christopher Reeve, and, you know, he had a real innocence to him that was like, you know, I'm going to take on this role, do the best that I can, and not look into the future of my acting career. And maybe it did pigeonhole him, you know. He didn't get a whole bunch of roles. I don't know if it was because he was inactive or less ambitious about plotting a career for himself in film after Superman, but um, maybe it was, I think it was just the way that that role is, you know, you pretty much kind of doomed yourself into that, that kind of role. And I think he did a very good job of it. And, you know, his acting career was pretty, pretty good just to play that role. Uh, Interesting that you have uh, these guys, who play Superman that were relatively unknown at the time they play Superman, whereas uh, with, say, the Nolan Batman movies, uh, mm-hmm. he cast very established kind of esteemed actors. So it's it's interesting because there was never any any jeopardy of their careers uh, going you know south after that because they had, they were already coming from so much success into something very exciting, isn't that? Kind of fascinating. That is fascinating, yeah, and uh, those actors who you know played Batman, I, Christian Bale, they were already established, as you said, and they came into the role and were able to continue on after that role. And uh, that might be just their versatility and their, their likability in the business. But you know, it's tough to say. And it's also you can say, uh, in a way, playing a superhero just like Christian Bale. I, I don't know if they'll ever be able to top that. You know, and. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't think Christian Bell will ever be able to do that. He did Terminator after that. I think that I thought that stunk, you know, because you don't see him. You know, once you start doing too many action flicks, it just doesn't. It kind of wears off. And then maybe that was what Christopher Reeve thought too. You know, he didn't want to do too many other movies, you know, because they were kind of cheap in the brand of Superman. He was the face of Superman. He was Superman. And, yeah, and uh, he always will be. I think. I think there's a, and a that's great right. testament to right. him. Um, the great, but, yeah, that's right. Correct. But Christian Bale, he's already topped himself. He was incredible in The Fighter. He got an Oscar for it. I mean, he didn't, you know, he never missed a step. I don't think that applied to him. That's true. That's 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 <laughs> true. Uh, uh, I agree with that. I think, you know, in The Fighter, he was very good. And uh, you know, maybe it's just one of those actors who's uh, able to be versatile, you know. But I think a lot of films, and I think this guy, you know, this new Superman, He's pretty much pigeonholed himself, and I think, you know, for his sake, at least, this movie was good enough to continue his career, not like the last one with Brandon Ralph. But, yeah, Christian Bale is, uh, <laughs> I think, an anomaly. I think Robert Downey Jr. is another one. You know, he's he had a career way before that, and 
they're yeah. able to continue on. And uh, these guys almost like become the superhero, like you said. And uh, you, they, you, you really can't top it. You know, if they were to come out with a new Batman five years from now, I don't know if you can beat Christian Bale as Batman. Really, you might find another actor, but it's not going to be that easy. And uh, just like the Superman, but I think they redeemed the franchise. That's what I think they were set out to do. And um, yeah, and I think you know at least they did that because I really like the franchise just because I think there's a lot of symbolism in Superman in terms of patriotism and America and overcoming you know, great odds. It's a good story, and uh, you know, hopefully we, you sound off. like Dennis Hopper in Waterworld. What's what's with your phone, man? <laughs> Welcome to Waterworld. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I know is when I was watching that movie, I, I would rather have been in Waterworld. Oh man! I mean, that was a great, it was a great place, Waterworld, except for helicopter <laughs> and, and right, so, Hopper. Hey, Weeks, I got a question for you. Where the fuck is Tom Fogarty? I don't know. Where is that? Where, where is that stream mail? Where is he? <laughs> I, I don't know where he is. But you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna jump straight to the joke off and see if he he can't call in soon. Uh, are you ready right. to jack off? I'm ready to jack it off and jerk it off, man. Okay. So here's how we'll work this. I'll do the okay. first joke. I'll do the first two jokes. You do the third, okay? Well, we'll start it that way. Okay. I'll do All right, the third. here okay. we go. Joke off, number one. Uh, a California man named Michael Thomas Boatwright was found unconscious in a Motel 6, awaking only to speak Swedish and call himself Johan Eck. This visit made for the most successful stay in Motel 6 history. <laughs> Kirstie Alley tweeted The sweetest poison is often served with a smile Beware syrup To which the syrup replied I ain't smiling you crazy Scientologist bitch Alrighty In an apparent reaction to Leah Romini Leaving the Church of Scientology Kirstie Alley tweeted When faced with malicious gossip I take a moment to experience the loss of the person I thought was my friend Then I say fuck him Rise. It turns out the loss of the person she was talking about was when she dropped eleventh grade in size. A lot of people will say that New Jersey is the worst state. Well, <laughs> it's become pretty clear lately that Florida's the worst state. Except, of course, for New Jersey. <laughs> Weak. Oh my gosh. A teenager in the Chicago suburb was arrested for tweeting that he would commit mass homicide if George Zimmerman was acquitted. This reminds me of the time I was arrested for rearranging my top eight on MySpace. <laughs> in a recent interview, Michelle Bachman said Congress needs to give the president a spanking in order to stop him from using his magic wand to create a new generation of Democrats. President Obama responded by telling Michelle Bachman that she, in fact, was the one who created a new generation of Democrats. The other night, I was fooling around with a beautiful young lady. Her vagina tasted delicious. It was remarkable how attentive she was to her vaginal hygiene. Smelled great. Tasted great. Her penis, on the other hand. <laughs> In Irish Parliament, politician Tom Barry pulled a female member of Parliament onto his lap and held her there awkwardly while discussing an abortion bill. In response, Elliot Weiner and Anthony Spitzer both said, Damn, why am I in American politics? Yeah, you heard me right. <laughs> uh, Dave Matthews' bike broke down in Hershey, Pennsylvania, when a good Samaritan gave the singer a ride to his own concert. It turns out Dave Matthews was intentionally attempting to sabotage the night, as he didn't want to sit through three hours of shitty music. Um, and I'll read Fogarty's. Hey, Weeks, what's the difference between jam and jelly? What? I can't jelly my dick up your ass. On the cover of Rolling Stone magazine this month in Boston, bombing suspect Zokar Tsarnev, which is weird, because I didn't even know he had a new album out. Brother of George Zimmerman, Robert Zimmerman Jr., told Piers Morgan there are factions, there are groups, there are people that would want to take the law into their own hands as they perceive it or be vigilantes in some sense. Jeez, whoever would do a thing like that? I am Last law. night, I was at a bar. 
ordered a drink, and went to use the restroom. I came back to find a Chinese man sitting in my stool. I asked, do you know karate, taekwondo, or jujitsu? The Chinese man said, no. Why, just because I'm Chinese? I said, no, but you took my drink. <laughs> Weeks. Brooklyn Nets coach, Jason Kidd, plans to plead guilty to a drunk driving charge. He's expected to get a suspended sentence. However, if Kidd goes to prison, luckily he has a lot of experience fighting. Yeah, mainly for beating the shit out of his wife. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth today proclaims her support for gay marriage. Wow, turns out she's a real royal queen. And that <laughs> is the joke-off for tonight. Uh, yeah! Weeks, did you notice anything weird about that? No, not really. Who wants that? Who wants that? Was that, was that was a fogarty? That doesn't sound like... Oh, I, I, what? Who wants that? <laughs> I thought that was you at first. Who was? Is that voice still there? Here, Ryan. Blazing oh Ryan. Who is? Is oh, this God? God? Some say. <laughs> Who'd you say? Some say. Wait, weeks. Who did you say it was? Is this Jesus? I don't think. Is so. this Jesus? No. No? Right now, but you're, you're close, Weeks. Eventually, you'll guess it. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Uh, all right. I don't know well, who I am. What? <laughs> Whoever you are, thank you so much. We really needed a third for the jack-off tonight, and you provided it. You got thank it. You. Shout out, Brooklyn. Shout out, Blazing Rye. Love you, my dude. Holla. Love you, too, God. Take care. Bye. See you, Weeks. Bye, dude. <laughs> Who wants that? What just happened, Weeks? I don't know. I I don't even know. Where's Fogarty? I miss Fogarty. Where is he? Fogarty has sent about 3,000 Facebook messages during these, this time, by the way, which was actually quite distracting. Um, it kind of kind of threw me off. So, you know, uh, you but, know where I, I am right now? He said, he said, dude, we just got electricity back. Big storms on the fucking mountain. I am so sorry. Cell phone, no connection. Still, dude, no AT&T, but if the Wi-Fi is working, ugh, I am truly sorry. That was shitty. Yo, you imagine Fogarty is... Yeah, you know, imagine Fogarty is Bane. Bane, Bane. (laughs) That would be great. Bane, Bane. You'll be awesome. Bang, bang. The candy cane mind. You know where I'm standing right now? I want to tell you. I'm where? standing because because I, I parked at a, a truck rest stop. It's raining like all hell on earth because I'm outside. And I don't, I don't want to sit in my car because it sounds ridiculous on the phone. Uh, I went into a car wash. I'm in a, inside a, of a car wash that's not turned on. <laughs> Wait, are there... You're sitting inside. A, what's gonna? I think you're gonna get sucked in. I mean, it could turn on at any minute. If a car comes up behind me and starts putting quarters in the machine, this thing's gonna turn on, and I'm gonna get destroyed. Are you just <laughs> under the car wash? I'm underneath. I'm in the car wash. I'm actually in it. You know, like you know, where you drive through a car wash. I'm I'm inside it. <laughs> Is it open? It's open. It's open out the rear of it. So. You, when you how, drive out how of long it. have you how long have you been sitting there? I, I just like ten minutes because it's been raining pretty badly, but it's uh, it's pretty cool actually. I might just like turn <laughs> this thing on. Are you just gonna live there now? I think I'm gonna live there. I'm gonna just turn it off. I love it. Oh man, do you know that we're that, up again? What, that wasn't Fogarty. That was not Fogarty. Who was that? I don't know who that was. Do you, do you did you call someone and have him prank call in? No. That was just odd. That was amazing, but it was odd. He was good. He had a really good. Uh, he's a good Chinese voice. He sounded like he was calling from another planet. He did. Maybe it was Superman. Maybe it was Qualel. <laughs> it's not Qual Shamalel. <laughs> it was Keenan Kalel. Keenan and Kalel. Yeah, I guess so. Um, also. <laughs> Uh, by the way, may I just say, your delivery on the jokes tonight was the worst 
that it's ever been. <laughs> I know. I know. I couldn't understand be. a word you were saying. I'm in this damn car wash. It's awesome. <laughs> but, <laughs> I know. That's the number know. one rule in comedy awful. school. Don't do your jokes at a car wash. That's the first I know. thing they teach you. <laughs> I know it was bad. I, I apologize to the audience and to you, and it was just bad. <laughs> uh, so you know we're up against America's Got Talent, and have you ever seen this show? I uh, I think so. It, it seems like a great show. Well, it is bizarre, and it, you know it started out with uh, Regis hosting, uh, which is great. Everybody loves Regis. Fuck him. Then they had Jerry Springer on. He was hosting, uh, which was weird, you know. Fuck that guy. And now they have this uh, Nick Cannon who hosts, and you have uh, anytime there's like a a bad performance, he'll go in the middle of the performance and start singing the song with the performer. And that's something that, you know, Regis or, or uh, Jerry Springer would never do. And, and I love that about him. Um, and then you got Howard Stern and Howie Mandel have a very weird relationship. They almost made out tonight earlier. And then you got Gary <laughs> Spice, who seems like a huge bitch. Like, after people perform and they just stand there, she's like, okay, okay, okay. Seems like a huge bitch. And then she's the kind of bitch that'll, like, hug you and tell you you're, like, the greatest person ever and then flip on you the next minute. And then you have Heidi Klum, who I don't think she's said a word all season. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It sounds like a terrible cast of freaks up there, like Jerry Springer and <laughs> Howard Stern. And, oh, my gosh. Regis doesn't even fit there. You know, he's great, but he doesn't fit with that. Well, I, I don't know. Not, you know, Springer and Regis are long gone. It's Nick Cannon now. And I'm, what I'm telling you is I think they finally found what the show should have always been. This is I think so, too. Cra- crazy enough, a cast to the Nick show. Nick Cannon is crazy, and he's, he's a good showstopper. He's, he's a good showman, i got to say. I, don't, I never even thought he had that kind of talent in him, but he does. He he really is good. And, uh, his music sucks, yeah. though. Surprisingly, <laughs> the music sucks. Yeah. Nah, that song Gigolo was good. That oh, that's true. That's true. Gigolo was good. Yeah. He, what was that rap show that he was on where they would rap and everything? That was a good show. You mean the improv show Wildin' Out? Yeah, that was a great show. Yeah, it's back. It came back. He's doing it again. It's back on MTV Two. Oh my God! How about yeah, your mama? I don't know. Is, is your I mama think it's back? Huh? Is your mama back? Oh God, I hope not. With Wilmer Valderrama? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, should, yeah. You, that's, that's who should host the show. America's Got Talent. Wilder, Wilmer Valderrama. <laughs> <laughs> Wilder Valderrama. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, he was awful enough that he might be good. Yeah. <laughs> then, you know, who should host it would be Ethan. Should host America's Got Talent. Yeah, <laughs> It would be a terrible show. Everybody would be booing him. <laughs> but you want a little booing. Huh. That's true. That's true. And and let me just ask you this before we go. Uh, did you see that this Sharknado? I did. I haven't seen it, but I heard about it, yeah. What the hell it, it is it? It sounds pretty amazing. It's like a what tornado with sharks in it. It's like a sci-fi movie about a tornado with sharks in it. It's lethal and kills like everybody. You know what? You know those crappy sci-fi movies? Uh, I mean, they're pretty good. They always got like a hot chick in it, and uh, they're, they're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, by the way, there's a, I have these two fortune cookies in front of me because I had – by the way, the delivery – I'm pretty sure they're, they're illegally employing uh, minors because the kid who showed up on my door was like half half my height. <laughs> uh, probably, let's, let's open these fortunes, John Lee. Uh, just the one on the right first. That's always the good luck. Oh, really? I took the one on the left. You want me to do the one on the right first? Yeah, pick the one on the right. Throw right. the one Are on the left outside me? your window. No. Is one of these one of these for you then? 
Yeah, the one on the left will be me. The one on the right will be you. All right. Here's the one on the right. This is for me. Let's see what it says. Oh, cookie just jumped out. Do you, do you eat the cookie or just break it in half? <laughs> Wait, do you eat the cookie with the wrapper still in it? I mean, the the paper still in it? I, I do. I do. I do. And, you know. <laughs> Who does that? I do that. I, sometimes I, I, eat I the break it in too. half and then pull it out like a civilized human. No, eat the cookie with the wrapper in it and then spit the wrapper out. <laughs> All right, I, I, okay, this is mine. This is my fortune. Um, without knowing the force of words, <laughs> it is impossible to know men. What? <laughs> it what? says. With, without knowing the force of words, it is impossible to know men. Hey, it, it's 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 not bad. It, it you know can relate to your show in a way. You know the power of words. Yeah, shamalis, phenomenal, everything. The power <laughs> of words. Okay, so the power of words. I got to remember that for my gay dating life, I guess. <laughs> All right, and let's see what yours is. This is the one. On the left. Okay, this is going to be great. Don't eat it. (laughs) Um, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What is this? (laughs) This is the weirdest fortune cookie I've ever seen. Did you plan this? I did. I did. I was the guy who delivered the food. You didn't see me? small. I could barely see him because he was a little kid. But the fortune is... Life, it says, life, I don't even know what it means. It says, life isn't a struggle, it's a wiggle. (laughs) Wow, that's the most bizarre fortune I've ever heard. Isn't it? Life, Life is not a struggle, it's a wiggle. Oh, my God, that's so strange to me. What does that I'll mean? I'll take a picture of it and post it on Twitter and then send it to you via um, carrier pigeon so you know I'm telling the truth. This sounds terrible. What does it mean? Is it a bad fortune for me? I, I, I got a wiggle now? Or... This is strange. <laughs> I don't even what know what does that mean? Well, how about this? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to interpret it positively and say that it's life. Okay, so we have a lot of things that we have to go through in life, a lot of hurdles to jump over. But we don't have to focus on how difficult everything is. We can focus on most of life just being having to be flexible to the situations around us we can't control and adaptable to slight changes we need to make on a day-to-day basis. So I think that's maybe what it's kind of saying. What do you think? Wow, you have a lot of philosophy. You're, you're like a... You're like, you must make these uh, fortune cookies, man. Did you write that? I think you wrote that. That's pretty incredible. I, not, I swear I did not write that. I wouldn't have laughed so much. That's pretty, that's amazing. Your interpretation is good. I think you should, uh, you know, get out there. Bring your show on the road here. <laughs> it's, I mean, it is on the road. It's in a car wash right now. <laughs> man, I wish I could teleport into that car wash with you right now. Yeah, I know, <laughs> you know, but uh, I really think it destroyed my delivery on those jokes. That was, that, I <laughs> that was probably the worst delivery of jokes on the planet. I think that was. It was bad. the worst. I've never, I've never heard a worse delivery, and I've seen some <laughs> bad comedians. I mean, they might be able to make a video of what not to do in, in comedy and, and play that for all comedians. In the future. <laughs> and it'll be a video of you on your phone in a car wash in Vermont. <laughs> Folks, don't do this. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite scene in She's the Mang Mang? Oh, my God. Um, oh, this, okay. When Amanda Biden's name starts reading a book at, like, a thousand pages per second, She's covered in metal. She looks like a robot. She calls herself Johnny Five. And she jumps up in the air and says, I'm Johnny Five alive! Yay! 
That's my favorite scene. If she's the main. Oh man, I'm beginning to, to. I'm beginning to not catch these references. <laughs> that was. I think that was. Wasn't that Short Circuit or uh, Batteries Not Included? It was one of those. I think it was Short Circuit. Johnny Five. You remember yeah, Johnny Five? He was the robot, and you know, with the Indian guy who who made him. With Howie Five. Mandel, Short Circuit. Yes. Yes. And Howard Stern and Heidi Klum and Scary Spice. Yes. <laughs> um, no, no, it was in She's the Main, not Short Circuit. Oh, that was She's the Main. Yeah, the Main, the Main, the Main. So, but she was she plays a great robot, and she has a wonderful Indian accent. <laughs> you know what my favorite part of She's the Main with the Main, the Main, the Main was Main. What's what's that Main? Tell me. It's when um those two guys, Frodo and Sam, they're they walk uh, through all those hills and stuff to go find a a ring, and then uh, Macaulay Culkin drops Frodo down the well. <laughs> very good, very good. <laughs> all right, we we gotta we gotta stop. We have to. This this is just we've we think we need to calm down. We do, we do. Let's call everybody calm down and just wiggle. No struggle, wiggle. <laughs> just wiggle. And uh, Fog- I think, you know what, I think Fogarty really threw off your delivery, too, with his accent. He did. Uh, usually I'm, I'm prepared for Fogarty, you know, and uh, I, that dude, that dude was good, but he was, I didn't know who the hell he was. I thought it was you, transformed. <laughs> Sounded like a Chinese guy. Sounded like he was calling from a subway making announcements where he can barely understand what they're saying. <laughs> so one of us was in a subway, and the other was in a car wash. <laughs> <laughs> We're all just trying to get somewhere. That's right. That's right. That's a great a metaphor great for life. Out. But keep calm and wiggle on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, uh, Winston Churchill. So I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. Go record a podcast, everybody. And if you have a Barbie doll, bend that bitch backwards, strip off her clothes, leave her in some drawers somewhere, and burn her knuckles on the stove and leave it for your mother to find it with the feet cut off. Oh, Anything you want to say before we go, Weeks? No, just that I'm, I'm happy to be on the second best show on earth. According to P.T. Barnum, great kid. And what's your what's your uh, good night message to Ethan? Ethan, even though you may be a prick, I still love you, and you're a great kid. But you're a terrible person. <laughs> good, good night, everybody. Good night, week. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.